Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, us, it's Ariel and Raylene. <laughs> well, today is going to be a nice, a, a good, nice time, I think, mm-hmm. because I'm on an adventure. Ooh, that's always nice. <laughs> I am recording from my Airbnb hmm. in London. Oh I'm gosh. in England. Woohoo! So I, yes, <laughs> I will have a big haul. I will have Uh-oh. a big haul. It's true. Um, How long have you been there so far? Great question. I have been here for six, no, wait, not no, yeah, six days. I got here on Tuesday. And it's now Monday. But so. It's now Monday. Yeah, that's six days. Uh, the time it, it flies. flies. <laughs> and by the time this episode comes out, I will be back home. But as of today, I still have five days left. So here. who knows what damage so, you'll do in the book department? I I actually feel like my biggest shopping days are still yet to come. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're so, over. <laughs> <laughs> they're on no, their no, way. No. <laughs> um, I'm excited about the books that I've got, though, because like the last time I was here, they're really random. Like very. That's my most favorite. Of them... your, your England halls, I think, are my favorite always because you find such cool stuff yeah yeah um however before we jump into anything i need to tell you a story about (laughs) something really ridiculous that happened to me today yes please so it was just one of those moments where you look around and you think damn i am in this situation and (laughs) i've got to just forge ahead so basically last night i was like you know what i think it would be really nice if I got my nails done. Yeah, that's nice. And I don't do this very often, maybe like once a year, honestly, Mm. (laughs) Um, because I just, I enjoy doing my nails at home, so it's not like a big deal for me to want to go out and get them done. But I thought it'll be, it would be nice to have them done in gel. Also, because before I came here, I was, as we, as I talked about on the podcast previously, I was working every night, every day yeah. on the house up until literally the day before oh the flight. Gosh. And so my nails were just so broken and not good. Uh-huh. And I was just like all chipped up and I was like, I don't have time to do them. So I was like, this will be a nice treat. So I booked myself this nail appointment and I decided to do um, a gel manicure so that they would last a long yeah. time. And a normal pedicure because, you know, nail polish on your on your toes like lasts yeah, forever. I could never imagine putting gel nail polish on my toes. It would be on there for years. Yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine it if maybe you worked like at the beach. Or, or <laughs> yeah, your, your toes are getting scratched up all the time. <laughs> I was like, in what situation would toes get scratched? The sand. I guess so. Um... But other than that, yeah, I'm like, I'll definitely just go, okay. So this sounds like stupid uh, details, but it it all wraps around really. So I go to the nail salon. It's really lovely. I find going to nail salons like low key stressful, like kind of any (laughs) beauty thing, like sitting for a haircut, sitting for like nails. Like Mm -hmm. I've actually never gotten a massage because I'm like the layer of awkwardness just feels too thick to push through. That's exactly how Um, I feel. I'm like, God, I need a massage, (laughs) but I don't want that situation. (laughs) I know. Awkward. I know. So I'm like trying to get, I'm trying to kind of push through it through like just exposure, I guess. But I do really recommend if you can, 
anyone listening, you feel the same way. Go at a Monday at two o'clock <laughs> because it turns out it's empty and not even the full staff is there. You know what nice. I mean? So it was just like super low key, which I really liked. And so she starts with my pedicure, mm. which was very lovely. And, but we start there so that we have full drying time while my nails are like my uh, fingernails yeah. are getting done because, and this was what kept me up at like late last night. I didn't obviously come to London in November with sandals. Uh oh. <laughs> right? So I was like, at the end of my appointment, I have to put socks and shoes back on. That's terrifying. Like, is that bad? <laughs> that seems bad. I'm literally Googling, like, can you do this? And everyone's like, yeah, they, they like don't actually take that long to dry. Like, if you have an hour where you're also doing your manicure, they'll definitely be dry by the end mm -hmm. of it. I was like, Oh my God. Like I'm like now low key stressed about this and I'm like, but I booked it already. So I've just got to go. So things are going well and I get the pedicure. <laughs> so silly. I get the pedicure done. I go sit down. She starts doing my nails and she sets up this little, like it's basically a heater for my feet. Oh, so it was with like a little fan. It was very toasty and, and very warm. And my little, she put my little feet in, um, in uh, flip-flops, right? They had yeah. like very disposable cheap flip-flops yes, so that I could walk around the salon. So I have them on and I'm in my little heater and I'm getting my nails done. Life's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm so scared. We get to the end of the appointment. She's like, if you could wait like another 10, 15 minutes for your nails, to your toenails to just fully dry, like that would be great. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So I just sit on my phone there for another while and I'm feeling very confident that everything's going to be okay. <laughs> but I am also just like in the back of my head, I'm like, imagine I get home and I like peel off my sock and it's just like destroyed. Like that would just be so That's always the fear. I always let my toenails dry for like five hours before I do anything. So I'm I so know, paranoid. at home. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. At home, I just like do whatever. And what's also funny <laughs> is that the nail salon was literally a three minute walk from my Airbnb. Yeah. So I was like, I just have to shuffle home and then you've just worn the disposable flip-flops. Well, I could have, <laughs> but I was too awkward to ask. But what did happen was I was sitting there, I was done and I was like, okay, um, okay. It's like time for me to pay. And I see they have a little sign that says cash only. And I was like, oh, God in heaven, God in heaven. I didn't, I didn't know that. It didn't say that on the website. Like, it's yeah, like I think their, cat or their debit machine was just broken or whatever. I was like, oh, my God. So I say to her, I was like, oh, um, are you cash only? She's like, or we can do e-transfer. Okay. And I'm like, I can't do e-transfer to a British bank. <laughs> a Canadian, I have a Canadian bank account, Thanks. right? Like, it's an international thing. I'm like, um, okay, do you know if there's an ATM nearby? And she's like, oh, yes. Like, she, there's one right around the corner. I was like, okay. And she's like, just wear the flip-flops. Okay. And I was like, okay. So I walked, like, two minutes in. <laughs> I walked two minutes uh -huh. in the rain oh, on no. a London extremely busy street. <laughs> With my like my cool trench coat and it's wet, it's sweater weather, it's raining, yeah. it's cold, and then just these bright yellow flip flops, <laughs> and I just 
flip-flop my way up to the ATM and I take out my cash and I flip-flop my way back to the... And I was just like, this is so ridiculous. This could not be more cringe. I get there, I pay, I put on my Converse, my All-Stars. Oh, God, I I felt so good to put on my own shoes again. (laughs) I come home. I also... You know what also... Not to, not to start, start any riffs with the public here, but I do not believe in flip-flops. I don't think they're a real shoe. Oh. I, <laughs> I, I don't think anyone should wear flip-flops unless it's beach or poolside related. Mm-hmm. Like if you're on a vacation at a beach or you're going to the pool, absolutely you should wear flip-flops because it's relevant to the activity. But those are the only reasons to wear flip-flops for me, for in my life, right? And so I was like, what if someone recognizes me? And I'm in these yellow flip-flops. I'm like, this like, is, ah! And breaking so news, I back, Ariel Bissette I, wears <laughs> these crazy yellow flip-flops in the rain, like it's normal. <laughs> I then get home, and I take off my all-stars, I take off my socks, and the pedicure was perfect. Oh, good. I thought Life you were going to say it was good. destroyed. <laughs> After no, all that. It's perfect. I'm here now, perfectly uh, done up, shiny and purple. I went with, I uh, love with my your favorite nails. purple. Yeah. Are your toes purple, too? So, yes. That's nice. Yes, it's a whole purple. It's real nice. So, anyway, there's my tail railing of my ridiculous little London moment. I was just like, oh, Lord in heaven. <laughs> here I go. <laughs> Here I go. Hilarious. Well, my um, the only kind of nail story I have just to um bring it back mm. around is uh, my nails are still growing out from when I had the acrylics for my wedding. There's just oh, the yeah. tiniest little bit at each that that at the end of each nail now where it's like I could see where like the rough. where the nail was. Oh yeah. And I'm so happy for them to finally be grown out because my nails were so thin and so weak and like mm. I've just had to keep them super short. So I haven't really yeah. been doing anything with them. And now I'm finally reaching a point where I'll be able to have nice nails again, which I'm excited about. But isn't that crazy? It was August like 8th or 9th when I got them put on. Two months. That's Two months crazy. for the growth to take. Yeah. yeah. Huh, that is crazy. So that's my tale. Yeah. I mean, look at us go. <laughs> we're clearly we're clearly very good at these things. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's uh let's jump into the books. Let's jump into the reading, into the book buying. How about you start us off, Raylene? What kind of books do you want to talk about today? Yeah, so as I've mentioned last week and possibly the week before, I'm kind of just reading graphic novels and manga for the most part right now. Um, so I did read Spinning by Tilly Walden, finally. Oh, interesting. Which was really nice. I read it over a couple of nights and uh, yeah, I didn't realize it was a memoir before I got it. Oh gosh, me neither. Like, I don't know how I completely missed that fact, but yeah, it's about Tilly Walden growing up and being in into like competitive um, figure skating. And so mm. that's like the kind of the backbone of the story, but it's also like about her identity and like coming to terms with being gay and, you know, trying to make friends and trying to figure out if she wants to keep skating, what does she want to do with her life? She's kind of into mm. art, like, does she want to pursue it? You know, she's just got a lot of like questions and kind of unknowns in her life throughout the the story. It starts when she's like 12-ish and kind of up to when she's leaving for college kind of thing. So it covers mm-hmm. quite a, a large area in her life. Um, but it was really lovely. 
It was a really beautiful huh. book, and the art was really nice. Like, the colors are cool. If you can see, it's pretty much everything is, like, a dark purples, but there's pops of yellow every here and there. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, just gorgeous. I think she was only 19 or something when she wrote this book, and, like, when it came out. Wow. Like she was really young when it came out, which is even more impressive. Um, but, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, Tilly Walden has not disappointed me yet. She's definitely one of my favorite mm. graphic novelists slash artists now so really glad that I finally read that definitely recommend it and then <laughs> this is kind of funny um because my life is kind of chaotic right now I was like maybe I should have just like a nice bedtime book something that's relaxing and and good because I've been like having a hard time sleeping lately because I'm just thinking about so many things all the time and luckily I have the perfect book for that that I was like I never knew if I was actually going to read this book or not because it's so random it is called Nothing Much Happens by Catherine Nikolai, which is a book that is actually, Aww. it's by the person who made this podcast. There's also a podcast called Nothing Much Happens. Oh. And basically, she's created this kind of world that's like a cozy little town where there's like lots of little cute shops and things and people just live a very calm, cozy existence. And so it's a collection of short stories that are designed to like calm you down and help you go to sleep. Like, at the end oh, of each wow. story, she actually says sweet dreams, like, at the end of every single one. I think that's what she wow. says. Yeah, and so it's very just, like, beautiful and calming. So I've read three of the stories so far, and each time it has helped me fall asleep, genuinely. No. Because, yeah, like, as you read a story, and, for example, the first story is just about a person going for a walk in the snow. And they're also, like, seasonal. I'm in the winter section right now, but there's, like, it goes through all the seasons, so you can kind of, like, flip around if you want. But I'm in the I'm in the snow section, and it's really lovely. So, yeah, it's just about a person going for a walk. And that's, mm. like, that's the story. And so when I finished reading it, I'm like, okay, let's just keep thinking about that story. And I just kept, like, playing the story mm. over in my head, imagining I was on a nice walk, imagining what clothes I would wear, like, what boots I would put on. And then all of a sudden I'm asleep. Because my mind isn't, like, <gasps> racing about all the crazy things happening in my life. It's right. like, oh, no, I'm just going Whoa. for a walk. And it was really cool. Like, I, I've never really experienced something like that where it's, like, it genuinely just, like, put me to sleep in the best way possible. So, so far, I'm really enjoying it. Highly recommend it. And probably the podcast. I think the all of these stories are probably actually straight from the podcast. So you oh, can also okay. just listen to her. She's a yoga instructor as well. So, like, she has a very good oh, kind of soothing sense. vibe. So I, I haven't listened to the yeah. podcast yet, but I can only imagine it must be so nice and calming. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, really, really loving that. That's got to be one of the very few books where saying this book put me to sleep I know, is right? a compliment. <laughs> like, it's what it's supposed <laughs> to do. It's incredible. And yeah, she also has, like, so tips funny. throughout on, like, meditation and just, like, tips for you know, how to live a more calm lifestyle and stuff. So it's really lovely, really loving that so far. And then I did decide, though, I want to try and read a couple of my um, non-graphic novel books that I have on my TBR before we move, just because, you know, I want to do that. And so <laughs> I've started reading Gachar Gochar by Vivek Shambag, which That's I have... so cool. I'm very excited to be reading this. I've been wanting to read this for years because you have told me to read yeah. it so many times. And it just seems like such a cool book. I've only read 10 pages so far. Um, so I don't really have much to okay. say about it, but I'm really excited to be reading it. 
and just wanted mm-hmm. to um, put that into the universe. That I am reading. Yeah. A, I'm reading a novel. <laughs> There's no pictures. I'm reading a book. <laughs> did you um are, like? Did you enjoy the first ten pages? Yeah, so far so good. Uh-huh. I just haven't okay. had the time. But yeah, no. So far, it's really good. Yeah. I'm not that much has happened yet, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Do you have any books to haul today? I think you said that you didn't. But no. You will. Right, you will because your birthday is coming. Yeah, my birthday so. is next weekend. So, or I guess this upcoming weekend as of this recording. So, actually, it'll be my birthday when this comes out. So, happy birthday to me. <laughs> oh, you're right. Happy birthday, really. <laughs> <laughs> Just put that out there. But yeah, um, no, I don't have any books to haul because I've been, I've been good lately. I haven't been buying anything. One of the... Um, one of the most important things I had to do before I came to to London was ship Raylene's present. Mm-hmm. And I made sure to do that. It is on its way. It shouldn't be getting to you sometime this week. Oh, I hope so. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I, I did get a tracking number for it, oh. but I realized that I left the receipt in the pocket of a jacket mm. that's back in Canada. So no, we have and no way to birthday, know. <laughs> Yeah, we have absolutely no way to know. So we're just leaving this into Canada Post's hands. Um, Okay, so I am currently reading We Had to Remove This Post by Hannah Burvitz. So the reason that I'm reading this and not Briefly a Delicious Life, which is that ghost book set in the monastery in the 1800s that I was really liking is because that book is a bulky hardcover book. Mm. And I was like, I'm about to go traveling. I travel quite light with just um, carry on. Like I never check luggage. Yeah, that's cool. And in the day to day when I'm like, okay, I'm going to run out and go to a shop or go to a museum or whatever. I have a very tiny backpack Mm -hmm. that I carry as my like day bag. And a thick hardcover takes up too much space. So I was like, I'm just going to put that book on pause until I go back home. But I do want to take a small, thin book with me. Um, And so I brought this one. I think probably just because it was the last book I bought. And I was just like excited about it. So I'm on page 90 out of 135. So I'm very near the end. And I'm... How do I put this? Like... (laughs) There's a lot of things about it that I am liking. I am especially just the, uh, I guess the the topic at hand. It's about this woman who is, God, actually, I don't remember her exact age. I want to say she's like 27-ish. That's the vibe I'm getting. And she um, has this job, this this new job, and it's all about content moderation. So basically she is looking at all of the stuff online Mm -hmm. that we never see because it gets content flagged. So all sorts of horrors that you can imagine, the horrible things that people are uploading to the internet, whether they're, um, you know, violent or or terrorist or whatever, like all those sorts Mm -hmm. of really intense things. Her and her team of other colleagues watch they watch it and they go, yep, this should not be online. <laughs> or, oh, actually, this technically is fine for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So it's a very dark subject matter. Like, it's very 
grim Mm -hmm. very grim but it's very interesting because it's one of those things that i feel like people think that it's fully robots that do this stuff but it's not it's really not and one thing that's interesting and it reminds me of um kim jiung born 1982 If you remember, that book had footnotes all yeah, throughout oh, it. Yeah, yeah. So true. it's like, this This is fictional, but it is based on truth and based mm-hmm. on real statistics and stuff. So at the end of this book, um, there's a little section that says selected sources. It says, this novella is a work of fiction. The characters are drawn from my imagination. However, any resemblance to reality is not accidental. During my research into the working conditions of commercial content moderators worldwide, I made grateful use of these books, studies, documentaries, articles, etc. And then she links to loads cool. of interesting resources that she read yeah. as her research for this book. So it's very much based in reality. Like there's real people going through this uh, sort of thing mm-hmm. and having to do this sort of job. Um, and so, for example, one of the articles is called Content Moderator Sue's Facebook Says Her Job Gave Her PTSD. Um, Bestiality, Stabbings, and Child Porn. Why Facebook Moderators Are Suing the Company for Trauma. So there's all Whoa. of these like very interesting... Yeah, cool. um, yeah, so okay. So the topic is really interesting. However, there's a few things I'm not enjoying. First of all, I don't like the framing of it so basically it's written from the main character as a like a letter to a lawyer so this lawyer keeps trying to reach out to her to get her story Mm -hmm. because the other people her colleagues are suing the company for like um as a like a workplace problem thing Mm -hmm. and so he's trying to get everyone in the office to sue them and so she he wants her story yeah And she's trying to say, she, so she says at the beginning of the story, like, I don't want to talk to you, but I'm going to tell you my story, but you're going to see why you can't use it. And so here it is. And I'm (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, what? Uh, Okay. So already. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm a little confused by it. And I just don't like, she keeps referring to him in a really awkward way. Like, it'll be like, okay, Raylene, I'm going to tell you the story of this. And then it's like 40 pages later, it's like, so you can see, Raylene, why I didn't want to do this. And so it's sort of awkward. (laughs) Like, it just feels a little awkward and stilted. And I don't really like that as as the framing for how the story is being told. Yeah, that makes sense. The other thing is I'm not 100% sold on the translation. Mm. Um, You and me read actually a lot of translated books. Yeah, that's true. And I think that we really, I mean, I know that we really enjoy them, but I think it's also just a very interesting element to bringing stories worldwide, right? And there's so many different decisions that translators have to do. And some of them work really well for different types of books. And I'm just... There's a lot of sentences I'm reading where it feels clunky or it feels kind of forced or awkward. And I'm like, I wonder if that is what it felt like in the original Dutch. I feel like probably not. (laughs) And so I'm constantly running into little moments like that that I'm not enjoying. So I don't know. I had a mixed bag on that one. I will definitely. Reading yeah, I'll definitely finish it by next week Mm -hmm. and I'll let you know my final thoughts then. Um, but I'm close to finishing it, which is cool. Yeah. Now, 
Lord Almighty. Now, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight books. Eight? I love how you say you travel light, but you always end up buying so many books. So you travel light on the way there. light. (laughs) So that you can buy lots of books. (laughs) Exactly. It is just, it's a small, it's just my little carry-on suitcase and my one backpack, but somehow I just... Of it, it amazes me how you managed to do that. Like when you were out visiting me, you bought a lot of books that time too. And like an absurd amount of snacks. You bought so yes, much food that you brought home for your mom. I don't know how you and fit all of it Did I your... fit it all in? You did. I don't I understand. I did fit it though. I just don't understand it. <laughs> I think that, I think maybe just, I think I have good spatial awareness. So mm-hmm. in my head, I can really picture my suitcase <laughs> And I can picture where everything goes in mm-hmm. it. And I like another example of this is I'm pretty good at parking. Oh. I think like I know exactly the size of my car and how yeah. it will fit into the parking spot. That's amazing. So I think there's something. There's something. That's pretty there cool. That's really I don't. I don't me. have that. I'm it's the really opposite. My spatial awareness <laughs> is quite bad. <laughs> um, okay, so the first book is especially exciting and lovely and happy it is breaking time by sasha allsberg i love that so i got to hang out with sasha while i was here and it was so so lovely i saw her for dinner we had such lovely chats and it just you know it just filled my heart with joy to get to see her and spend some time with her um and just see how much she's thriving here in england Mm -hmm. and I'm just really proud of her. But anyways, she was like, I need to give you one of my books and sign it. And I was like, I would be honored. (laughs) So she signed my book for me. She drew a mermaid on it. Oh my goodness. What a beautiful (laughs) drawing. Yes, it's a very, very good job. <laughs> um, so I'm very grateful to that to her for, for giving me a copy. And um, I'm very excited to add it to the, the part of my bookshelf where I have books from friends yeah, of mine. Yeah, that's so cool. Just, it's, it is really special, so that's great. Um, okay, next up are two graphic novels <laughs> that I bought at one of my all-time favorite bookshops, Gosh Comics, which is in Soho. Um, so the first one I spotted, Raylene actually knows about these already, but mm-hmm. you guys don't. The first one is called Donuts and Doom, mm-hmm. which is a great name. So it has cute. a great color palette. It's um, by Balas Lorinchi. And it's the story of a witch and a musician. Um, it says Margot is a stressed out witch trying to get her potions business off the ground. And Elena is a struggling rock musician whose band is going nowhere. And then I think they have a meet cute, mm. meet cute. So it looks really, really adorable and friendly and happy. The color palette is like all shades of blue, but with occasional little pink. So pretty. And it just, I don't know what it is. I wonder if anyone's ever done like a thesis or a study about why are so many graphic novels about witches I don't know. <laughs> a study yeah they should do that there's something there um but i saw that one and i thought definitely the other one i got i'm very excited about is called 12 percent dread by emily mcgovern and when i mentioned this one to you you were very excited because mm-hmm. you say you really like her mm-hmm. um the author but also um, I mentioned this on the live show with our patrons, and my goodness, everyone seems to love Emily McGovern, She's and I good. hadn't heard of her. <laughs> yeah, I love so that. that's, but that makes me really ex- extra excited though, because it's sort of like, 
makes me think I'm definitely gonna like it. Oh yeah, like we already um, know that she's awesome, so right. That makes that that would make you more excited. So it does also say that this book is about t- two youngish women. It says Katie and Naz are best friends, exes, and codependents. They share everything, including a tiny room in a North London townhouse belonging to their landlord, Jeremy. Um, and so it's it's one of my favorite genres of graphic novel, which is just people in a city living their lives, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and I was excited the fact that it's set in London, and because I'm literally cute, yeah. in London right now, so I was like, another good reason to grab that boy. Totally. Before I continue on, I feel like this is a great moment, a little stopping point, because I do have more books to haul that I'm really excited about. But I don't want to get too far off before uh, just doing a little plug for our bookmarks. Woo! Because you only have a window. It's My true. people, there's only a window. So we have a bookmark club. If you sign up every quarter, every few months, four times a year, you will be sent these beautiful bookmarks designed by artists that we've collaborated with. And when I tell you that the artists we have lined up <laughs> are creating incredibly beautiful bookmarks, I am absolutely not un- uh, underestimating that. Like it, they're so, so mm-hmm. pretty. Yeah, we've already seen so, what's to come for next year. Yeah. Pretty exciting. So, um, we have the subscription that is going to come out all throughout 2023, but you can only subscribe now. You can cancel any time. So if you wanted to, you could try out the for the first time, mm-hmm. see if you are happy, and then if you are, keep doing it. And if not, be like, okay, I tried it, um, and unsubscribe. So you can unsubscribe at any time, but you can only subscribe now. And that's just because of the way that ordering and distribution works. A couple of very important and cool details are, number one, Shipping is included. We did not mention this time, yeah. this last time, but it is. Shipping is included in the in the price. So it's only $11.50 per pack for the set. Mm-hmm. So you get the two bookmarks, but you also get two stickers, which yep. I love the stickers. I have one of the stickers permanently on my podcast microphone. <laughs> um, and you get a video from Raylene and me. So it's like a fun little thing to get um, a couple times a year. Yeah. The other thing is if you missed any of the bookmarks last year, they are currently available on our shop Mm -hmm. and you'll, you can get all eight from last year for, um, $25 bundle price. So that's really fun too. And our beanies are up. Oh my gosh. It's a new color. Yes, we have a brand new color of the beanie in a beautiful brown, but we also have it in the green and the blue from Mm -hmm. before. So that's our little pitch to, if you wanted to get something fun for the end of the year, I had somebody tell me that they think that the bookmark subscription is a great present to give to someone. Yeah, that's true. Because you can like subscribe your friend to the bookmark subscription, which I think is a really cute idea. So if you're looking for presents for the end of the year, or if you just want to keep your noggin warm this winter, <laughs> there you go. Beautiful. <laughs> I've done my deed. Uh, it is linked in the show notes of this, but you can also find the link at our Instagram, books underscore unbound. Our new Instagram, that's just for the bookmark club, bookmarks underscore unbound, or on our website, books books unbound podcast. <laughs> Com. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of things. <laughs> I said a lot of things. Now to get back to the books. I think you're going to be excited about this book, Raylene. I'm very excited to Look see new things that I don't know about yet. Okay. This one is Cat <gasps> Brushing oh, by Jane my Campbell. God. 
What okay. is so first of that? All, <laughs> I think that the cover is fantastic. I'm obsessed with the cover. <gasps> the spine <gasps> in the back. It's just overall a very beautiful package. It, is. it really is. And I was really drawn in when you open up to the to the cover flap. I was really drawn in by this quote it has okay. from the book. It says, I was told of an older woman who was asked by her granddaughter, Granny, when was the happiest time of your life? I don't know, she replied. I may not have had it yet. I was like, is that sad? Is it sad because the old lady hasn't really had a happy mm-hmm. life and she's hoping it's still to come? Or is it like really hopeful? Because she's like, who knows? Maybe I'm still going to have my best moment, right? Whoa. So it's it says cat brushing explores the psychological worlds of 13 older women oh. reframing their lives in intimate vignettes that will shock and comfort in equal measure. So um, it has just a couple of the older women here, but it's like Susan finds that she's attracted to her beautiful young carer. Mm. Nell discovers a cut on her leg. Linda perversely seeks out her former lover, despite having left him years ago. (laughs) Daisy, by a curious stroke of fate, finds herself at the funeral of her former husband. Oh my God. Like (laughs) I was just so excited by all of these interesting stories. And do you remember earlier this year, I talked about rewatching one of my favorite movies, How to Make an American Quilt. Yes. So that's a movie about Winona Ryder um, writing her master's thesis on like, women older women and crafts mm, and right. how they like keep together cra- arts and crafts the arts and crafts movement and about this quilting circle and it's this movie about just like these six older ladies and their lives and it's beautiful yeah. and i just think it's such a great concept so i was like yes i am 100 percent signing on to this book <laughs> that is a you book right there <laughs> it sounds so good okay this next one I bet you you've seen it, really, because I feel like this book is really big in Canada, actually. Okay. It's called M. Oh, yeah. E-M. Yeah. By Kim. I want to pronounce that Tui, but it might be Thui. Have you seen this one before? Yeah. Yeah. That author was quite popular at the bookstore that I worked at because they have a whole bunch of books, like three or four at least. That cover is insanely beautiful, though. The Canadian editions are way less good than that. Isn't that just one of the most stunning things you've ever seen? I just it's couldn't not amazing. pick this one up. I love it. It's so pretty. So it says that um, the this book, or maybe this author, I can't quite tell, but a finalist for the Scotiabank Giller Prize, the Governor General's Prize and stuff. So I was like, okay, 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 okay. This is good. <laughs> um, and then I was reading about it, and it's about, um, I think it's about two siblings who are orphaned from the Vietnam War and how Mm. they come to North America. I want to say it's Canada, but I might be wrong about that. Um, But it says, Mm. oh no, they're not siblings. Through the linked destinies of characters connected by birth, blah, blah, blah. Very interesting. And then talks about their mixed race orphans, how difficult that is in the 70s. Today's global nail polish and nail salon industry, largely driven by Vietnamese refugees. I was like, oh, 
these are all such interesting elements that I'd love to read more about. And literally today, I was getting my nails done. (laughs) And the everyone in that place was speaking Vietnamese to each other. And yeah. I had just bought this book That's the day before. Gross. And I was like, oh, Synchronicity, baby. <laughs> I can't wait to read this book. I know. That's so cool. Next up, I wish that I could say, Raylene, that you'd want to buy any of these books. But when I say they're niche, good lord. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Let me guess. Tiny uh, miniatures, um, making books. Uh, what else do we have here? I think... I think you'll be happy for me that I got them. Yeah, I can appreciate Um, that. Okay, so this one is just called Living Rooms. (laughs) You're hilarious. (laughs) It's really beautiful. It's very small. So it says that it's one essay um, by this author, Sam Johnson Schley. um, And it says it blends history, theory, and memoir as it moves between... Basically, it's just all about like houses Mm -hmm. like what do we consider a house why are they important um very very interesting in the way we furnish our homes might we be unconsciously imagining a different kind of life maybe i don't know sam (laughs) you let me know (laughs) and so i got this one at um libreria which is one of the most beautiful bookshops in london for sure i don't spend a lot of time in shortage just because it's always been a little bit out of the way but we went there um for kind of an afternoon and i was like oh yeah connor i should show you this bookshop because i i love (laughs) i love that no matter where i'm in london i know where the nearest cool bookshop is (laughs) yeah so I was like, okay, we're going to Shoreditch. It's Lee Ridia. And we went. He loved it. It's a beautiful bookshop. I'll send you photos, Ray. It's like Please. on the inside, it's all painted yellow. Oh. And it's got these like amazing plywood bookshelves that kind of like do waves. Whoa. It's just gorgeous. That cool. But there's like a little cubicle that you can like little little nests that you can sort of sit in within the stacks. And so I sat down and I started reading this. And it was one of those things where I'd like gotten to page three without even thinking about yeah. it. I was just like, it was so interesting to read. So I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's happening. I'll grab it. <laughs> and then these last two books I'm going to haul, I bought today when I uh, was hanging out with my friend Claire, and um, we we were wandering around the Tate Modern, and I saw these two books, and I was like, oh, god damn it, I have to buy them. <laughs> so the first one is. I didn't do the thing today <laughs> on letting go of productivity guilt. Hey, that sounds good. Yeah, it does sound good. And I remember a while ago, I had a conversation with a friend of mine about self-help books. Because I was a little bit like, hmm, is the, are they cheesy? What do we think about that? Like, it's, it's, it is, it can be cheesy. Yeah, and it's definitely. like a whole, obviously, we say that it's a genre, but there's like so many different types of yes. self-help books yeah. within, within that. But I think overall, it would be a really big mistake to shrug off self-help books as cringe or cheesy. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about like each person individually doesn't really have time to think about every topic very deeply. (laughs) But you can have one person, in this case, Madeline Dore, do a lot of research about productivity about how it makes you feel about all Mm -hmm. of those sorts of things and then she can write an interesting book about it you read it you can just take one or two things away from it um but there's so many books that i've really enjoyed around that edge things like how to do nothing by jenny odell which are books about like modern productivity feeling and like 
are we supposed to, how productive are we supposed to be? What is a human, what's the point of a human life? And so while I was flipping through it, I was just like, oh, this just sounds really, really fantastic. One of them was like, why you'll never find that routine you're looking for. Mm. And I was like, mm, damn it, she's right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this. I think that it sounds really cool. And then the final book, it looks so cool. Whoa. Oh my god, you can't even really what see on the earth? text on it. I know. It says, Girl Online, a user manual by Joanna, Joanna Walsh. So it says, Girl Online is an anti, that was put in brackets, user manifesto exploring the terms and conditions that women must negotiate to appear online. On commercial platforms, vloggers, bloggers, and influencers are offered a devil's bargain. Mm. Visibility? Visibility on the condition they present as eternally youthful, cute, and responsibility-free, paying for their online presence with accounts of personal experience. A user is what is used. So it sounds really fascinating. Mm -hmm. And what really excited me about it was how short it was. It's like 130 pages. And I was like, I can enjoy a more thoughtful, theoretical book like that if it's really short. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't uh, drag on and on. Totally. So yet again, another very aerial book. On it this really front. is. Yeah. All the, <laughs> a lot of the bookshops I've gone to are not, are not many of my normal bookshops oh, where fun. I get like a lot of the Japanese translated mm -hmm. stuff and everything. It's more of like these very niche art books, but I'm extremely thrilled about That's it. That's good stuff. So there you have it. That's my haul. I'm really happy about this strange little pile of books. Yeah, that's cute. I'm, it's cool to get stuff that I don't usually get, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of these books, I'm sort of like, would I have found them in my local Canadian bookshops? No. Yeah, probably and not. that's kind yeah. of the point of buying books when I'm somewhere else, like picking things up that are a little different. Um, I'm happy for you. You guys, I just actually, this is all a This is all a facade. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm trying to act like, I'm trying to act like nothing happened, but I actually ran outside of, down a flight of stairs <laughs> to let my boyfriend into the building and then ran back up and I'm like, oh gee, I'm winded. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay okay no guys i'll gain my composure i'll be a professional podcaster that's cool. That's cool. <clears throat> excuse me uh so in that vein speaking of professional podcasting you know every once in a while you gotta shake things up baby Ooh. you gotta try something new yep. so today we're throwing it over to ruben <laughs> for ruben's book games <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that we're doing this. Um, yeah, we're kind of, I, I, I don't know if people have realized, but Bookolds has maybe become not as exciting as it once was. I don't know how to find old books anymore that sound interesting, and mm. I, I got a little tired. So now we're shaking things up, and I'm going to have some games for us to play instead. Um so yeah, who, I don't know how often we're going to do this, but it is a fun little thing that we can do. And sometimes it might be th things that we can kind of do together, like a, a, like a tag right. or something. But today, yes. I am giving you uh -oh. a quiz. It's a challenge. Oh, no. Oh, no and the no. challenge is I have found <laughs> 10 quotes and you have to tell me whether it's an no. Otessa Moshfeg quote or not. <laughs> and it's not a trick test there are it's half otessa and half not otessa so it's okay that's yeah. really good to know yeah and are they just are the ones that are not otessa 
are they quotes that are made to sound like Otessa? Maybe a little. Or are they... I, I made okay, a very okay. curated list, so it's going to be okay. interesting to see if you or anyone can figure it out, because it's... Oh, wait, so you made this list. I created it, yeah. This is my oh, game. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, <laughs> I love this. So, well, what, I'm, well, what I think people should do then is, like, whip out your phone or something yeah. and play along with me. Like, guess um, along with me, and then we can see how we both do. This yeah, is I'll give you your score hilarious. at the end. I was trying to figure out how I wanted to do it, if I wanted to let you know as we went, whether you got them right or wrong. Yeah, I think we should find out at the end. Okay. Oh, this is man, be funny. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I have to really uh, hone in on, on the perverse books that I've read of hers that I don't want to. I know, right? I was it. trying to find lots of like perverse quotes, but honestly, I had a harder time with that. So they're a little bit okay. different. Okay. Number okay. one, I'm lonely and I'm lonely in some horribly deep way. And for a flash of an instant, I can see just how lonely and how deep this feeling runs. And it scares the shit out of me to be this lonely because it seems catastrophic. Otessa or not Otessa? God damn it! <laughs> okay, if it is Otessa, it's my year of rest and relaxation. I think I should get a bonus point if I can pick the book that it's from. Um, I'll give you like a 0.5 bonus if you, okay, if you okay, get okay, the cool. double right. Yeah. Okay, for now, I'm going to say it is Otessa and it's my year of mm -hmm. rest and relaxation. And okay. I, I might, at the end, I might want to go back and see... Totally if, fair. If my vibe has changed. Okay. Number two. People truly engaged in life have messy houses. Ooh. No, I don't think that's Otessa. Not Otessa? Okay. This is <laughs> such a fun game. Okay. This next one has a character name in the quote, so I'm just going to say person instead okay. of the name. Fair. Person was asleep in his four-post bed. He dreamt that the bed was made of human flesh, a living thing of fat and soft baby skin. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's Otessa. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's Latvona. I'm pretty sure that's Villiam. Uh, okay. <laughs> when I saw that quote, I was like, I simply have to include this because it's so crazy. I also okay. like that we talk about Otessa so much, but people... And we talk about how gross she is, but maybe people didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, so it's that, quite like that. Yeah, yeah it's quite like that. Mm -hmm. Quite like that and sometimes worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, number four. I thought at the time that I couldn't be horrified anymore or wounded. I suppose that's a common conceit that you've already been so damaged that damage itself in its totality makes you safe. Hmm. That's very interesting. Okay, wait. So let me just reconfirm for myself. The ones yep. I've read are Lapvona, My Year of Rest and Relaxation, Eileen, or Eileen, mm -hmm. no, that's the one I was forgetting. Eileen. Yeah. And have I read another one? Um, you've partially read Homesick for Another World. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And then she also does McGlue, but neither of us know anything about that. Yeah, there's no McGlue quotes, just okay. so you know. <laughs> Thank God. Can you... Because um, that would have been confusing for everyone. Can you read that one again? Yes. So this is number four. I thought at the time that I couldn't be horrified anymore or wounded. I suppose that's a common conceit that you've already been so damaged that damage itself in its totality makes you safe. I think that is Otessa, and I think it's from Eileen. Doesn't that... Yeah, it sounds Eileen-y. Hmm. What you just Is it said right? You'll makes find me out. Think maybe it's not Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> well, too too late for you. Okay, number five. 
I thought that if I did normal things, held down a job, for example, I could starve off the part of me that hated everything. If I had been a man, I may have turned to a life of crime. Uh, 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 uh. Damn it. I, I feel like that, yeah, that could be the character from, I, uh, that could be Eileen. Or it could be the character from my year of rest and relaxation. How many have I said are Eileen? Or, or, uh, um, or Otessa? You've said two, I think. I've lost track because I just wrote whether you were right or wrong. Oh, interesting. So my, it's okay. kind of confusing when I look yeah. at my, my yes. lists now. <laughs> um, can you read it again? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought that if I did normal things, held down a job, for example, I could starve off the part of me that hated everything. If I had been a man, I may have turned to a life of crime. I think that is Otessa. I think that's um, my year of rest and relaxation. Okay. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> I want to tell you how you're doing, but I also don't. <laughs> okay. Moving on. All right. Moving on. Number six. A woman who does not know herself has no choice other than to live with other people's evaluations, but no one can adapt perfectly to public opinion, and herein lies the source of their destruction. I don't think that's Otessa. Okay. I think that's older than... I think that was written, like, in the 1900s. Maybe Ooh. the 1800s. <laughs> that's a funny analysis. I like I'm that. very excited to see how wrong I am about everything. <laughs> I know. That's what makes this game fun is because I purposely made it hard. Like <laughs> Yeah. Like, you specifically I spent, like, an hour last night. For me. Like, you literally <laughs> yeah. tried to play mind games with me. So yeah. I am playing mind games with you. It's true. Okay. okay. Next up, number seven. How many generations of women had delayed their greatness only to have time extinguish it completely? How many women had run out of time while the men didn't know what to do with theirs? And what a mean trick to call such things holy or selfless. How evil to praise women for giving up each and every dream. I don't think that's Otessa. Okay. I don't think of her as feminist. I don't think of her as anti-feminist, but like I don't think of her that's books true. as feminist books. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. All right. I'll, I will say you're not doing bad. Okay, that, I'm really that. relieved to hear that. I am. I, I needed that encouragement. I needed that encouragement. Okay. <laughs> All right, three more to go. <clears throat> Number eight. I'd never learned how to relate to people, much less how to speak up for myself. I prefer to sit and rage quietly. Read quietly? Rage. Rage. You see, that changes the quote completely. <laughs> <laughs> goes from Jane Austen to Otessa right there. Well, yeah, I was like, read quietly. None of her characters read quietly. Uh, I, can you, Okay, so she's saying she never... Never learned how to relate to people, much less how to speak up for myself. I preferred to sit and rage quietly. I think that's that could be Otessa. I think that could be Eileen. Um, you, want to, you want to lock that answer in? Yeah, I think I'll lock that answer in, but I could really see that not being her as well. I could. Okay. I'm imagining that's like early Eileen. Oh, early Eileen. I see. First, uh, <laughs> first seventy pages of Eileen. That's what I'm going to go with on that one. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Okay, the last two I feel like are possibly the hardest because they're just like short little oh, little quotes. No. Okay. okay, here's number nine. All it comes down to is this. I feel like shit, but look great. 
You see, if it is Otessa, it's <laughs> definitely my year of rest and relaxation. Right. I feel like shit, but I look great. Can you read me the last one? Because I don't think you're going to do yeah. two of the same together. So I on the on the last mm. one here. So I want to hear. Okay, the okay, last okay. One. All right. The last one is this. He put the skull in a pocket of his cargo shorts and left. I could see that being from one of the stories from Homesick. Mm. Um, skull. I'm like, really? Could have picked something from the second half of Homesick, but maybe not. I don't remember a skull in that book. Okay, I'm going to say that the Neither first... do I, though, and I've read the whole book, so. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm going to... Ooh, that's tricky. I'm going to go with the first one is Otessa, and it's from Pride and Prejudice. It's from my year of breast relaxation, and the second one is not Otessa. But I'm not, oh, I don't, I'm not sure about that. Okay. Uh, if it is Otessa, yeah, it's take... from Homesick. <laughs> no, wait. I will let you know. Wait, uh, wait, 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 score. wait, 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 Okay, never mind. Keep going. I was like, in, <laughs> what, what I, got you excited? Well, I remembered in Latvona that there was some oh. weird debauchery, like because like he had to pick up that skeleton at one point, and I was like, oh, wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute, but no, cargo shorts were not. He <laughs> would not be wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. One, two, three, four, five. So you got five out of ten correct. Okay, and. Three of the five, you chose the correct Otessa book. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other ones, I think you got it correct that it wasn't Otessa, so it wasn't possible to get bonus points. So you got 6.5 out of 10 with your your bonus points included. So let me just take you through the, the answer key now. Okay, perfect. Okay, so I'm not going to like read all the quotes again, but the first one, which you guessed was Otessa, was actually not. Okay. It was a quote from Dry by uh, Augustin Burroughs. Okay, I've never heard of that. It was the one about loneliness. So okay. that one feels like Otessa, but was not. Okay. The second quote, um, people truly engaged in life have messy houses. That is from Eileen. Damn you got it. that one wrong. Damn it. I know, it doesn't seem like Otessa, but it was one of the most popular quotes when I looked <laughs> no up like, quotes from Eileen. Isn't that weird? Okay. Damn. And I'm like, is Eileen really engaged in life? Like, is that, no! is that something she would have said? It feels like a trick. So yeah, that, yeah. Was, a, that was a tricky one. And then the third one, you are correct. This was Lapvona. William was asleep in his four-post bed. He dreamt uh, that the bed was made of human flesh, blah, blah, blah. That was from Lapvona. <laughs> so okay. That's you did You did good there, pal. And then the next one about being damaged kind of was the quote was from We Need to Talk About Kevin by Lionel Ooh. Shriver. And that one, you guessed, was from uh, some Otessa book. So oh, so I thought wrong. that was an Otessa one. You thought that was Otessa. It does. Oh, it did sound okay. kind of Otessa. Yeah. Okay. 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 Ooh, Kevin. And then number five, which was I thought if I did normal things, held down a job, blah blah blah. That was from my year of rest and relaxation. So you got that correct. Oh, thank God. And oh, did I guess the, <laughs> did I guess the book right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> yeah, you did. I think there's later on you stopped guessing the books right, but that's okay. <laughs> then. <laughs> Then number six, which was the kind of feminist one that you said did not sound like Otessa. You are correct. Oh, that good. was from uh, Grotesque by Natsuo Kirino, oh. which I haven't read either. Oh. I actually, I haven't read any of the non-Otessa um, books, except for 
the next one, which okay. was the kind of longer quote. Actually, no, wait, this was the feminist one that you were talking about before. Number seven um, was about like women losing their dreams or whatever. This okay. one, it was from Night Bitch by Rachel Yoder. Oh, so number seven is from Night Bitch? Yeah. Can so you, you got it right. You got it right that that was not Otessa. Oh, number six and seven sick. were both not Otessa. You got both those correct. Oh, sick. <laughs> then number eight, I'd never learned how to relate to people, much less how to speak up for myself. I preferred to sit and rage quietly. You are yeah. correct. That was from Eileen. Ah, oh, sick. So okay. you got that one double correct. <laughs> Bonus points. Double correct. Yeah, like when you when you got that it was Otessa, you pretty like you nailed the book each time, which was cool. So that yeah, that yeah, shows yeah. knowledge right there. That's pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> You've got the knowledge. <laughs> okay. And then these last two is where you, you doubted yourself and you got them both wrong. So Damn number it. nine, all it comes down to is this, I feel like shit, but look great. That is actually from American Psycho by Bre Brett Easton Ellis. Oh, that's so interesting. Isn't that wild? I was like, wait, maybe I need to read this book. That's kind of a funny quote. Um, so yeah, that one was not... Otessa. You guessed that it was Otessa. And then the Dang. final one about putting a skull into the pocket of cargo shorts, that is from Homesick for Another World. Oh, so, you got me. You tricked me. Yeah, you almost got it. You almost got it. But yeah, wow. so that was my fun little game. That was <laughs> really fun. I really like that. So I got oh, five good. out of ten. So I did get a passing mark, but then I got bonus yeah. marks because I got the three books right. Because you guessed the books correctly. Yeah. That's You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> it's pretty good that could have i was i wasn't like expecting you to fail but i've just like didn't know what to expect i don't think i would have done as well as you did if that i hadn't really created fun. the quiz uh, hard. just another great <laughs> rubens book games <laughs> <laughs> a classic ruben book game <laughs> oh, oh man boy. well everyone that was a really fun time thank you so much for hanging out with us and for uh i hope that you did participate in Ruben's book game. If you did, I hope that you did well, but not as well as me, so that I feel good about my own um, Otessa knowledge. Yeah, and yep, yep. yeah, as a parting word, if you do want to support the podcast this holiday season, which is it the holiday <laughs> season yet? Maybe I don't know. Um, I think so. Everybody thinks it's Christmas as soon as Halloween is passed. So it's true. November first, and the trees come <laughs> out. Um, yeah. Definitely check out our shop where you can get the bookmarks and, and the beanie or check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash books unbound. Or you know what? For free, you can just share it with a friend. Share it with your mom. Yeah. Who do you know that loves love books? That. Share it with them. <laughs> Give it to your English teacher. They, hey, there you go. They're cool peeps. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, now we're going to go and record Movie Tub, which is our Patreon mini podcast that comes out every week where we talk about the movies and stuff that we've seen. Really, and what are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk about two movies, actually, because I think I've found a great, like, movie pairing. You know, oh. totally unrelated movies that kind of go together. Ooh, and okay. so those movies are Ex Machina, which was a rewatch for me. Yeah. And Fresh, which is oh. a newish movie starring Sebastian Stan. And oh, okay, Daisy yeah. Edgar Jones, is that her name? Sure. Um, yeah, I feel like these movies, they're buddies. I'm going to tell you why <laughs> on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be finishing my review of House of the Dragon, which will be very good because I finished it. But I will also be reviewing All My Puny Sorrows, the oh. movie that was based on the book Whoa. by Miriam Taves because it was on the plane. <laughs> it was oh, on the plane. Oh, perfect. And I watched it on the way over. So there you go. All right, That's we're awesome. going to go review those. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And we will talk to you guys next week.
Bye. Bye.